Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello and welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca and today is all about the nightlife entertainment. Social media and dating apps have changed the way we meet people. It's definitely not how it used to be. But we still do love to indulge in the nightlife. Well, some of us do anyways. Uh, Me, not so much anymore. Um, So today we're going to be covering these changes that have occurred since technology has taken over. But also what you should and shouldn't do when you're out at night risks and benefits involved, dating someone in the entertainment industry, and so much more. And we couldn't have found a better guest to join us on today's show. Uh, Here with us is Charles Lewis. Yay, Charles. He is a veteran in the club industry. If anyone knows clubs and how they are, or how they have transformed over the years, it's Charles. He is a well-known club promoter and manages entertainment. Uh, His company is called Vertical Management. Welcome, Charles. And as I came into studio today, Guess who was here? Vince Tedesco, producer of Inside Jokes. You guys know him. He's been on the show before. And I just found out that he's uh, he managed clubs back in the day. These guys knew each other like they were brothers. So I said, hey, Vince, join us today on the show. Yes, very rekindled youth with Charles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These guys are like, you know, years, almost had years. sex in studio here. Exactly, I'm just kidding. Right? It was a bromance. <laughs> we just uh, bromance. I haven't it. seen him in a while. <laughs> incredible embrace. Okay, so well Toronto, needed. as we know, is known for its vibrant nightlife, very flashy, and it's uh, it's it, especially in comparison to other major Canadian cities, as well as other cities throughout the U.S. Uh, and, you know, the clubbing industry is one that's flashy, keeps keeps the city youthful, and, of course, um, it's a hot place to, to party anyways. So you, Charles, have been a huge part of this industry for so many years. I mean, how many years? Because I knew you back, was it 25 years ago now, yeah. I think? It's a long time. And I'm still 33. <laughs> well, you look 20. <laughs> And Vince made a comment on the break. Yeah. Black don't or, crack. Or, uh, not on the break, but before we started the show. Okay, I don't think you can say that on Why the Why not? Charles the good-looking guy. He still is a good-looking guy, and he still will be a good-looking guy in another 30 years. Me, All right, so, so tell us a little bit about your background with your involvement in the club industry. Well, it started off just doing, you know, parties because I had this uh, bunch of friends. We were all DJs, and... We love this incredible thing called house music. Started off in Twilight Zone, and, and we still following. love house music. Right? I do anyway. But if you live in this city, you won't believe. I mean, you wouldn't think that it still exists because uh, the massive takeover of hip hop and R and B. But like you know, ten years ago, if you went to any club downtown, it was house music you heard. Right? Yes. And, and okay, but how what how about like twenty five years ago? Because I want to go way back. So yeah, it started off with. Uh, my friend and I fell in love with house music and started this record label in high school as a high school project. And at that time, I was like, a lot of people don't know, but I was kind of like, you know, a New Yorker. <laughs> I would spend most of my time in New York when I wasn't in Toronto. You know, I had family there, so I would go back and forth all the time. I bet you met a lot of uh, single ladies in New York I back did. in the day. I did, back in the day. Because they're always complaining that there aren't enough single men over there. And the most incredible thing it was like, you, you enunciate, you're Canadian, you, you speak with the accent. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? This is, <laughs> and you say A all the time. And that was the draw. It was just like, if you, and you, everyone knows, if you're not from a city and you go to a city, all of a sudden you're the in thing. Right? Yeah. 
So that was my little thing. I wonder if we'd still be in the in thing at our age, though. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Well, well Toronto always had a New York inferiority complex, right? Yeah. Toronto wanted to kind of be that city so much. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now what? And the, the beautiful thing is a lot of people don't know. It's like Toronto has the richest nightclub culture in all of North America. I didn't know that. that Thank you for letting us know that. People who don't know don't travel. So what are some of the changes you've seen over the years? And would you say it's for better or worse, especially when in terms of meeting someone in the club industry? It was amazing because it was you had to go out to meet people. Now you can just stay at home and cruise the Internet to find people. Yeah. And do you, do you find that uh, there are less people going out or more people going out? Well, or has it not less, changed less at all? our age and more the people who are just coming into like adulthood. You know what I mean? It, 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 we have that culture that brings young, the youth out. Yeah. And you know what gets me is that when you go out, everyone's always on their phone anyways. Even yeah. when I host my speed dating events or, event, or at parties, like at halftime, everyone's on their phone. Nobody's mingling with each other. I have another friend who owns a club in the city. I, I can't mention his name on the air because he might not want that. But he told me that he, he looks down from the DJ booth and everybody's on their phone. And yeah. so you're there to meet people. But then you're not even interacting with anyone. You're on your phone, and you're probably on one of these dating apps trying to meet other people. It's like, what's the point? It used to be, hey, give me your number. Now it's like, at me. Yeah, like like DM me. Like three things ruin a club culture. Facebook, because now everyone's a promoter. Bottle service, because that took the intimacy out of it. And the third thing was the music. Okay, I want to talk about this. Let's start with, you said Facebook changed the club industry? Yes. Why, how? Because everyone's a promoter now. They have like a thousand people on their Facebook and they're automatic promoter. Okay. And back there, like they have no idea what promotions is. Like they have no idea about standing on a corner, giving a flyer out, convincing someone to go to an event. It was it was an art form. Now it's like, oh, I have a thousand people on my Facebook. I can pack your club. And I used to promote roller skating night at the government back in the day. <laughs> and I did that, right? I had to go to down on Queen Street and hand out flyers and talk to people and get people there. Right. Does that even happen anymore? It doesn't happen anymore. We don't need to. Okay, we need to take a break. We'll be right back. We're talking to Charles Lewis and Vince Desco, producer of Inside Jokes, is also in the studio. Charles Lewis is a uh, club industry professional. He uh, was a club promoter back in the day and still today. And we'll be right back. We're going to talk about dating someone in the entertainment industry when we come back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned in to Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. I'm Laura Bellotta. And joining me today is Charles Lewis. He's a club promoter and he also runs an entertainment company called Vertical Management. As well, Vince Tedesco, producer of Inside Jokes. Uh, also, he also managed clubs back in the day. Yeah, quite a He's few. He's in studio with us today. And we're just talking about the club industry, dating in the club, club industry. And that's what we're going to continue with, um, in, uh, with this conversation right now. But before the break, I asked Charles how the club industry has changed over the years and uh, what are some of these changes? And he mentioned something about Facebook changing the club industry because everyone can be a promoter now and everyone can post everyone events. Everyone thinks. Or they think they are. Yeah, yeah I, and I noticed that too uh, through Single in the City because I pretty much promote singles parties. And I noticed that when Facebook did get 
busy and and was popular that my events did start to die down because you're right yeah and plus i think that once you start getting invitations from people from every angle and from everywhere you kind of lose track of where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do because there's you have so many options now exactly so it gives you the ability to make an event post that event send it out from the conference of your home in the middle of a blizzard you know what i mean like Back then, you had to go out. You had to go to these places and, in, and like interact with these people face-to-face and be able to speak to them on a level where, hey, you know what? We seem like we vibe on the same level. I think you will enjoy this party, which took the intimacy out of it, and that that's how you met people. Today, I can stay at home and meet all these beautiful people and say, oh, add this person to my friend list, my friend list. They're not your friend. You don't even know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, sales 101. Exactly. <laughs> Charles has got to sell his night to get the int- so he's got to be able to have a conversation with a group of girls or guys or to make it worthy for them to come to the establishment. Yeah. And then once they're in the establishment, you meet a guy like me who's running the show to make that experience that much more amazing. I got to take care of you. Got to make sure your guests are well uh, accommodated. Okay, how about bottle service? How how did bottle so, service change the industry? So I'm going to use uh, I'm going to mention this club on the air right now. I'm going to use the only surviving entertainment space where this what happens there's no guest list there's no vips there's no bottle service two cats on on king street yeah, you told is me about that. the best vince we gotta like, go there you go I'm old in, style yeah. where you could go and order a drink from a bartender <laughs> she takes 20 orders and come back and all 20 orders are right that's called old school back in the day when you used to stand in line and you were waiting for your drink and then you didn't want to buy one. You bought 10 runs because you bought a round for everyone and everyone's there enjoying themselves. That, Does that, that even happen anymore? Yeah. Only where people are buying rounds only, like that? Venues, yeah, yeah. Well, certain, certain venues, but I'm talking now, bottle service is taking that away because now everybody's like, oh, I don't want to socialize. I have my little area where I rented. It's like a piece of real estate in in, in a real estate, <laughs> you know. And yeah. Me and my clique can hang out all night exactly. and don't bother me. And no one bothers anyone, so... You know? Okay, so when I met you, Charles, years ago, after hours was a big thing. Huge. <laughs> and so I guess it does it still exist? Because it, it, I haven't, it, I, I don't do that anymore. You know what? After hours, it back was in fun. The day, let me tell you, May Toronto. <laughs> it was fun. It was right. It was so much. It was fun. like you met one. Like there was no promotion. No. Everyone kept the location secret. Word of mouth, just hey, and at, be here. at one o'clock when when alcohol the, it used to be stopped serving at one o'clock. You had a destination where everyone would go and you would tell an address and in, in one hour you would have three, five hundred people. That doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. And and it's dangerous now because when they get busted, they take they seize everything. They seize the alcohol, your equipment if you're a DJ, they take away, you know, your everything. They take the proceeds, they take they, they just take everything. So it it is is it's taking the whole entire culture away from from the actual people who used to love it. So I worked, uh, you know, in the clubbing industry for a couple of years, uh, myself back, back in the day. And I found like, and, and I would think about this and think, I would think, why am I still single? Like, I felt like when I worked in the industry, I was always single. And is that a common thing that you, uh, that you see, Charles? No, I see a lot of confusion. There's a lot of people out there that hide them. Like you work in the industry, you were single, you were behind a bar. No, I wasn't behind the bar. I was more of a promoter. Yeah, okay. I'm the one that got you in. Uh, that's true. Well, I did that too, but I also had 
I was also was in relationships at that time. And I wasn't. And my relationships, none of my people were like club people. I never dated anyone in club scene. There's no person in club scene can say, hey, I dated Charles Lewis. Except maybe one, two people. But there were actually industry people as well. Okay, so she must have been okay or Loved they. Um, because you're straight, I introduced right? her as my wifey. This is my wifey. Oh, because she loved it. You Although have to, you though. had to work like late hours all the right. time. So, what are some things that we need to keep in mind if we choose to date or have a relationship with someone who is working in this industry? You have to make it work. You have to understand that the person, all dependent on the job they do in the industry, is about being social. And a lot of people can't handle that. I see it all the time in the clubs, like young people having incredible fights. Was, what are you talking to that person? <laughs> Because they Just ask jump. me a question. Yeah. Okay, but like, you're okay, but you're a man. You're in the clubs. There's temptation all the time. Especially always. you're the promoter. Girls want to get with you. Yeah. They're like, look at that handsome guy over there. I want to go talk to him. And like, you know, so you have to have someone who's really confident and sure about themselves and and is trusting. And that's a difficult thing to do. The, the thing is, it's like and to ask of someone. I knew what it went to me. It was a business. And one thing and about my difference. business, that's the difference. It's like, I, I have my, my girl. I don't I don't need to have another one because it just doesn't make sense. So did you end, ever end up cheating on that girl? No. Okay. No. Vince, do you have anything to say here? Uh, did you have plenty of girlfriends working in the industry? No. I had plenty of girls. None of them were girlfriends. Okay, see, and why? No one assumed the title because I knew the industry I was in. Yeah. I, didn't, I couldn't commit myself to being in that relationship. Yeah. So, so I had yeah, because he because Vince has the wandering eye. But I don't have a wandering he's not, eye. He's not like <laughs> you, Charles. It's because he knows. He he's not the wandering eye. He knows the level of commitment that you need. I was committed because I just used it again as a business. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and which most uh, you know most there's perks to the business do, right? As a single man or a single girl, and there are perks to the business. But yeah, and when you're a popular person, I know, you but can't you know, be I get talking it. to other girls because you get ratted out in two seconds. <laughs> I know, I get it. But sometimes, hey, temptations there, temptations there. Anyways, we need to take a break. You're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. We're talking about dating someone in the entertainment industry. When we come back, stay with us. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We are talking about dating and relationships in the entertainment industry and all sorts of stuff. We are talking to Charles Lewis. He's a veteran in the club industry. He's also, uh, well, he's a club promoter. And he also manages an entertainment company called Vertical Management and also Vince Tedesco. Producer of Inside Jokes is here with us today. Before the break, we were discussing dating in the entertainment industry. And um, I was telling these guys that, you know, I used to work in the industry and I was always single and Charles was giving us some good information. Uh, Okay, so for those that might be listening who may be dating a party girl or a party boy, can the party boy or girl, in your opinion, be tamed? (laughs) Well, it all depends on the individual. There's a lot of people out there who just don't understand the basis of a relationship yeah i think you i I think you have to be willing and able to to change exactly that's like any any industry whether it be like banking same thing you know what i mean a hairdresser it doesn't matter if you know who you are temptations are in every culture in every business like 
you, you hear about it on Bay Street, you hear about it in, in Yorkville, you hear, you hear about it everywhere you go. It's just like, it, you, it comes down to the individual. If you're one of those people who like notches in your belt, then you'll go out there and be that dog. Yeah, and I think it's important to to realize that you can't always change someone. Exactly. So don't go into a relationship thinking, okay, I'm going into a relationship with this party guy and or party girl, and oh, you know, she's going to fall in love or he's going to fall in love, and then they're going to change and they're going to yeah. they're, they're going to tame them. But what Charles was saying was right was that he was treating it as a business. So in a way, you have to disconnect yourself from your business when you come home from work. Try not to bring your homework with you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have to disconnect from whatever that is and you have your relationship time. Yes, I get that. But some people can't. Some well, people some, can't. People, some people can't, yeah. And some people are also, I mean, you're working in an industry where women are half naked and scandalous looking. That's not even it. I'm working <laughs> in an industry where alcohol plays a major factor. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It comes down to, I, I, no one can ever say they've seen me drunk in a nightclub, ever. I don't think I ever saw you drunk. So I drink, but I don't. I mean, I've always been an athlete my whole entire life, and it's not something that that really... I have drinks, social drinks, make me feel good sometimes, but I know when to cut that off. Yeah. Like everyone so, should, but a lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't. <laughs> okay, a so, lot of people like the perks. So back in the day, I mean, it was so fun because when we wanted to meet someone, we would go out, we'd go to a bar, we'd go to a club. Uh, but today, it seems like dating apps and social media have pretty much taken over. Yep. So how do you feel about these changes in the way that we meet people today? I think it sucks, to be honest. Like, I mean, I think it's silly. I, I think mean, it sucks. Everyone, uh, a lot of people think they need to be on social media. I, well, I, I feel don't... like for your business, you need no. to be on social media. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. <laughs> yes. Well, listen, <laughs> I got hacked two weeks ago. They literally took my account. Uh, they uh, they held it for ransom. They wanted $300 Bitcoin. Yeah. I waited for Instagram for like 12 hours and they weren't getting back to me. So I ended up giving them the money like a dodo. What? Yeah, yeah. And they, they didn't give me back my account and they deleted all my followers. I'll tell you though, what a breath of fresh air not being on social media for like okay. weeks. But I feel like, I mean, I've lost most of my followers and I think anyone. it but it affects your business. No. Okay, so... Let me take that back. When I said it, you don't need it for business. You need to let people know what you're doing. But a lot of people live by it. I don't live by it. I function. I, I don't. I, I didn't have an Instagram account. I do now because one of my artists made it for me because he wanted everyone to know that he was working with me and posted da 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 da. I have never made a post on that thing. Okay. I have a phone, and then it has an incredible Rolodex that I speak to people. Right. That's how my business functions. It doesn't, no one needs to okay, see. Okay, but I'm in the dating industry yeah. and people need to see me and they need to see single in the city and yeah. they need to okay, see. Okay, for that, I can, I understand that. Yeah, but they need to know when my events are. Not something that people need, like how they think they need it. Okay, let's go back to how dating sucks today uh, and meeting people sucks today. So yeah. uh, lately I've been dabbling in the online dating world. And let me tell you, I, I just find it, sometimes I stop myself and go, what am I doing? Why am I going through all these, it's like a Rolodex. It's like you're shopping for, for a That's mate. what it is. And it's so weird because half the people have these horrible pictures. It's shopping. Shopping, and I, I don't like it. No, it's shopping. So what I'm saying to you, I'm standing right in front of you right now. I walk out these doors and I meet people all the time. I don't need, so because I come from an era where it's all about what you see. 
Right. So let's, you know what, with your expertise, give us an idea of uh, how you would go up to and approach a woman that you might be interested in. Hi, my name is Charles Lewis. What's yours? (laughs) That simple. What's your name? Laura. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? Good. How are you? And say it three times so you never forget it. (laughs) Charles? That's, 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 That's it right there. Charles. Charles. Yes. Oh, see, so and it's that's, like, hey, that's Laura, a... pleasure to meet you. Laura, you, you look amazing. I love your hair, Laura. Okay, great. Thanks. Can I have your number, Laura? Cool. I want to talk to you. <laughs> like, it's try that. that. simple, guys. If anyone is having any problem meeting people, just try that approach. Start with your first and last name, not a street name, not no name, not no uh, I go by, uh, a.k.a. No. But a lot of guys. <laughs> Keep it simple, yeah. Keep it well, simple. Yeah, but so, so Vince, can you do that? Um, You're a little more that. shy. I do do that. I'm, well, okay. 25 years in the restaurant industry has taught me the art form of a good conversation, a sense of humor. Exactly. Things that you don't find online. You can't. Able, you can't. I, I don't know if this guy's funny. I mean, he kind of looks funny. The picture looks but you, and you know. I And I question that. Every time I look through someone's profile and go, okay, well, I don't really like his pictures, but maybe he's, a, you're right. Maybe he's really cool. Maybe he has a great personality, but I wouldn't know that. And so I feel like you're shopping, you're shopping, and you're wasting so much time to to catch one good fish. Exactly. It's like hours and hours spent. It's just not worth it. Many girls have walked into establishments that, uh, establishments that I've managed who have been very attractive, and I've wanted to talk to them, and I did. I never went back to talk to them. I want to talk more about how to approach people when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Stay with us. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. And joining me today is Charles Lewis. He's a club promoter and entertainment manager, as well as Vince Tedesco, producer of Inside Jokes. He's in studio with us today. And we're pretty much talking about the club industry, dating and all sorts of stuff. And I was talking about how I've been dabbling in it. And I just think it's I, it's not a fun way to meet people because you don't really know who you're meeting until you actually meet them and you could have wasted so much time. Although some people do successfully meet on dating sites, but a lot of people do not. It's very uh, diluted in vanity. It is. Yeah. Yes. Online dating, I'm saying. It, it is. It's a total like sham. And, and okay, so you were, uh, Charles, going to tell me a story on the so, break, but I said, wait, wait, till we get on air. So what did you want to tell me? So this is for all the young people. I have an <laughs> artist who's 21 years old who said to me one day, he goes, I can't believe so many people, you know so many people. How do you get to know all these people? And I simply said, look, because he was on that uh, that app. What's the app you swipe Tinder. lights? So he's on Tinder. He's like, <laughs> he doesn't I go, don't even know. I don't even know. He goes on Tinder to find these people. He goes, well, how? I go, this is how you meet people. First of all, someone on Tinder can't do this. Hey, my name is Charles Lewis. What's yours? Laura? Laura. Okay, Laura, what's your last name? Bellotta. Okay. Hey, Laura Bellotta. I'm Charles Lewis. Hi. What are you doing here tonight? Uh, I'm just hanging out with a couple of girls and came out to listen to some good music. How about you? Nice. This is my friend, Vin. Hi, Vince. We're hey, out. Laura. We're just having Hi. a great time. Hey, yeah. Vin, this is Laura. Laura has a couple of friends with her. That's how you meet people. That's a conversation. But a That's, lot of people don't have that confidence no, that you have. It's not, it's not a confidence thing. It's basically an introduction. It's like when you was young, my mom used to make me introduce myself as, hey, my name is Charles Lewis. Okay. but you're, you And you hear this a lot from guys that live in Toronto that they try to approach women 
and women in Toronto are not very nice to them. That's not true. That's because they're not, they, they just, it's really weird. I, I know what, exactly what they're talking about, but it is like, it's like you, it's like you, you want to go buy a Ferrari, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, you drive a Peugeot, Honda. <laughs> uh, sorry, they might not think that you have anything to offer them, but what's, what, what is the harm of saying, hi, my name is Charles Lewis? Now, two things can happen. Hey, they can introduce themselves or they can walk away. And if they w- walk away, how do you get over that? You go talk guy. to the next girl. These guys have big egos, you know. No, it's not that. It is like <laughs> his mind is set on talking to one girl. If that girl is not interested in you, there's a room full of women, of girls. Simple. Okay, let's talk about drugs in the club industry now. So MDMA, which is also known as ecstasy or molly, is a popular drug that is often taken at clubs or raves. It's also known as the party drug. And according to a recent study by the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, it states that even in low doses, ecstasy can produce feelings of pleasure and well-being, increased sociability, and closeness with others. Now, I found that this drug tends to trick and cloud your mind into believing we feel more strongly about a person than we actually do. Isn't this kind of dangerous when it comes to forming relationships? Well, I wouldn't know anything about that, but I can tell you this. A lot of people assume that there's a lot of club drugs consumed in nightclubs, and I'll tell you that they're consumed outside the nightclub. And people come into the nightclubs, and no one knows what's in their system. As part of cloud and judgment, I've never seen anyone like trip on ecstasy. You've never met a couple that fell in love on doing uh, this type of drug and then thinking, no. There's stories like that. There's stories like that. We met on drugs. It's just like when when (laughs) when you see people, you have no idea what they're on. Whether they're high on smoking weed, or they did a line of cocaine, or they did a pill, you don't know. Like, you don't even know when a person's drunk. You can't distinguish what they're on. Drunkness has a stumbling effect and a blurring effect, but ecstasy gives you that love, euphoria, blah, blah, blah. I don't know that. But I'll tell you right now, it's been a part of entertainment and arts from the beginning of time. And so it's, it's still not obviously clubs, very prevalent. It's rock and roll. It's house music. It's disco. It's R and B. It's all part of that culture. It's yeah. all part of that culture. Okay, so how do you feel about the legalization of marijuana? Do you think it's a gateway drug to use the stronger and more dr- dangerous drugs? Uh, like again, I don't know. I've been seeing people smoke weed all my life. <laughs> Legalizing it, there's no change in the effect. I, I people like again, I can't tell if someone's high on marijuana or if they're high on cocaine. It's just something that I've never been able to distinguish. Vince, what do you think? Well, from a couple standpoint, if that's what you're doing, if that's your 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 way to have a pleasurable evening is to get high together, that's your beef between you and your partner. But not the best idea to go out and meet somebody. Let's get effed up first on insert drug name here, and then I think I'm going to be Lance Romance, swiping some girl off your feet. No. Yeah. And some people have to take drugs or drink to let their inhibitions down when they're going and meeting people and going on dates. I know... And then I, that's a bigger issue, because you should all have your self-confidence I've, you know, hosting my, my single in the city speed dating events. <laughs> I've seen people getting hammered. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... How and and it, having the women complain or the men complain that girl's hammered or that guy's hammered. It's like, why did you come here and get hammered? But just think like, about it. If you need all this just to talk to a girl, 
Does that mean you're going to be drunk in every conversation or high in every conversation? No. You got to balance out. It's okay to have one drink, maybe two, but don't hey, get Hey, I understand. Take the pressure off. You're let's, going let's out get on dates. That's just a person's, that's how they cope, I guess. That's all I'm going to say mechanism. about that. <laughs> let's talk about social media, Charles. A little while back when you and I chatted on the phone, you made a reference about social media being dangerous, but also being great. What did you mean by that? Okay. Dangerous as in last week, Jennifer Anderson launched her account. Okay. Okay. She's a superstar. Right. She shut down Instagram. So yeah. someone like that, social uh, social media works. For an average girl who basically uses her whole day prepping a picture to post is dangerous because they're living a dream life. We're going to continue this conversation. When we come back, it's getting interesting on the Dating and Relationship Show. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back. It's the Dating and Relationship Show Sunday night. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in each and every week. And if you don't get a chance to tune in each and every week, you can follow our podcast on Apple um, Apple Podcasts or on iTunes. And also you can go to the website at Global News. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host, and Charles Lewis, club promoters in studio with me, as well as Vince Tedesco, producer of Inside Jokes. And we're talking all about the nightclub industry and dating and relationships and all that stuff. And before the break, Charles was uh, giving us some insight on how social media can be dangerous, but also great. Do you want to continue with that, please? Danger, I, I made a reference to Jennifer Aniston launching her um, Instagram last week and she shut ver- down Instagram. Shut down Instagram and versus the average girl who's out there trying to be girl or guy. I've seen it d- done both ways. You know, they spend their whole entire life trying to live up to a picture, <laughs> but a picture doesn't. That's what Instagram was for, though. A fabricated it's, picture. It's, it's, yeah. Yes, you, like a people, photoshopped picture. People have come Instagram famous. From posting photos. But they're photos. making money, Charles, Some of them. doing it. Some a of lot them. of them are. Some or of they're them. getting free products. Free products, And yes. sometimes when you're bartering things, it, you're not actually making money. It's like an income. It, it is. I'm not, so you don't have to I'm go not, out and buy something. People dis- make money doing porn. I'm not disputing that. <laughs> right. I'm not disputing you could that. even do porn. You could put a bag over your head and you could be a cam boy. Exactly, right? Anyone. Had, yeah. I'm not what? disputing not <laughs> of them not making money. Because it's a, it's a way of making income, you know what I mean. And like he said, <laughs> he's like, you know what, I mean? like what are you talking? A lot, about? a lot of these people too are also uh, borderline porn, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, and, seen some and, on Instagram. And 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 what is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's dangerous in a way that a lot of people get stalkers, and you don't hear about it. I I get stalkers, and it, and it I'm is not just, even that famous. <laughs> exactly, but the point is, you are. Okay, you are myself. Uh, Vince was like, what are you talking about? So I said, you could be a cam boy, put a bag over your head. So I had a show one time where I had a cam boy and a cam girl come on here. and Okay, define cam boy. I can't, cam- like they, they do porn on like on the computer. So you can actually buy time oh, with camera them. camera boy and camera girl. Yeah, it's called a cam boy, cam girl. Hey, some people and they terminology. told me that yeah. you could actually be a character. You could have like a costume come, you come out with. No one even has to know who you are. And yeah. you can make tons of cash. You have like... Certain feet people that follow you and pay. If this radio thing doesn't services. work out, I know what I'm doing next. <laughs> exactly. But to get back to what the Charles was saying is that a lot of women who try to and men and men too, yeah, on, go on Instagram. 
But he was saying that Jennifer Aniston, I remember a week ago, I was in this studio. I'm like, oh, she just got on Instagram. And she was at 267,000. Yes. Within a, a week now, we're on her account. She had 17.6 million. Well, she's okay. Jennifer Aniston. Right. right. So never let prestige trump popularity. Exactly. That is an, right. a, a lifetime of work, of a, being a distinguished actress, of being a spokeswoman. People think they can skyrocket to the status just by being popular. Okay, so how can we use social media to our advantage without putting ourselves and others at risk? By promoting good quality entertainment like your show. That, you it works for that. It works to let people know, hey, if you if I'm having trouble dating, I can listen to this show and figure out some of the do's and don'ts. It's like, good for comedy too, because when I click on Vince's uh, Instagram stories, I'm always laughing. But yes, there, uh, there's there's listen. There's something that was just happened in the news this past week with the girls at the baseball game yeah. who flashed the picture. And they were promoting essentially a new, they call it um, Playboy for Millennials magazine. Yeah. yeah. Two Instagram I think that's, models. That, that's brilliant. Yeah, but they did it just for, to launch their own career. Yeah, but it's brilliant. But that's brilliant. They use the medium to launch their career. It happens but all the time. But then they started tacking on, but we did it for breast cancer awareness, and we did it, and then they threw, threw too okay. much at it. Well, I can't say I, I've never thought of that. You know, I thought about being, I was at a baseball game. Like, but it I'm worked. Just gonna run, it worked. I'm going to run across. you're talking about it on the radio I, right, right now. And yeah, now see, they're up to God knows how many. And I thought about it. I'm going to run across the field and take my top off and have single in the city written all over my chest. And that never worked out. Why? <laughs> I chickened out. I chickened out. <laughs> but hey, well, that would be a great way We can hire some Instagram models to do it. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, hey, I still look good at No, we're not talking Quiet. about you. We're talking about your business now. Oh, right. <laughs> Get back right. to what can Charles you, said. Guys, it's like, about the can business. You, can you hook me up with that, Charles? Okay, <laughs> let's talk about stranger danger and what to do and what not to do when you're out on a night on the town. Uh, stranger so, danger, you said? Yeah, yeah so stranger, stranger danger, danger is the real deal. Like, I mean, it happens when we go out and step foot out at night. Like, we really need to be careful. So let's talk about some things that we should and shouldn't be doing when we're out at nightclubs. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I know this girl who basically had a stalker. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think, I, and, I think and, we've all, as women, have This had happened stalkers. this summer. And... Uh, I was out. Some men and, have stalkers too. But here's the, here's the deal, though. If you know that people are looking at you, why would you post that I'm in this place right now? Because you know how they load up the, take the photo, and then all of a sudden that dude showed up, and all of a sudden it was a police issue. Well, how did he know you were here? Because you posted it and let him know. I would have posted the photo after, after I left. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So it is like it's a it, it has a beacon. You post. I know where you're at. Mm-hmm. So got the bat signal. Exactly, it's a bat <laughs> signal, right? So stranger danger. I mean, if you want to find someone, you can track them down through Instagram if they're careless. And we don't think about this, but our drink can get spiked at any time. I mean, it's happened to me before. Happened it's to happened me. to other people. Did it? It Ooh. happened to me in Miami. Thank you. Did it? But yes. And we, like, and, and that's the thing. Like, it happened to me in Miami. Who would slip something into your drink, and what would be the, the reason for that? I, I have no idea. And I got home safely, and I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know how I got home. I woke up and everyone was like, bro, what happened to you last night? I'm like, I don't know. Last thing I remember is like we had a bottle of champagne. We popped it and uh, I woke up here. Yeah. So and it's and, crazy. Then, and you know because you feel like crap for like three or four days. Uh, I felt like crap that day when they were like, man, we just wanted to get you home. And it's just like you were just acting like we've never seen you act like that before. We're talking about stranger danger, things that you should do and, and not do when you're out um, at night or especially at the clubs or even on dates. When we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show, stay with us.
You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's the Dating and Relationship Show. We're back in studio with Charles Lewis. He manages artists. He's also a club promoter here in uh, the city of Toronto as well as Vince Tedesco, producer of Inside Jokes, is with us. Before the break, we were talking about things that we should and shouldn't do when we go out at night, especially to clubs and to bars with Charles Lewis here. So continue, Charles. We were talking about don't ever leave your drink behind because we've been roofied. I know other people that have been roofied. And it's not a good scene. It's not a good scene. And I was with, I was the only guy in that girl group, girl group. So, and no one else got it except me. Well, and thank goodness that you were with a crowd of people. Can you imagine you're out at a bar and... Seen it, <laughs> seen it more than once. You like, get drugged. Where's your people? Uh, and they just... Uh, horrible feeling. Yeah. Horrible feeling. Also, let people know where you are. Key, uh, don't go home with anybody, like a stranger. Like, does that still happen? I remember back in the day, day. Like, okay, so 25 years ago, right? Like when I used to go to clubs and stuff, we would meet people that night and we would go party at people's houses. And I mean, I'm sure that stuff is still happening. Toronto is still the safest clubbing industry in North America. But still, if you're and by- And we are the biggest. Okay, but if you're alone, don't be going home with any stranger. And well, if you're on a date, don't be going home with the guy. I can say that in Toronto, uh, it's, it's pretty safe. Okay, yeah, but but I we're recommend that safe. you don't go home with someone. You never you know. know. It only takes one, one person time. and one time. Exactly. Don't let strangers know where you work or live. And like what Charles was saying, don't let them know your location, especially on social media. Especially if you're already having someone like <laughs> looking for you. Yeah, if you're popular <laughs> on Instagram, don't be tagging where you are. Okay, exactly. and meet in a public place. And I want to go back to uh, approaching women. So you know how you go to clubs and sometimes you see those women, they have that resting bitch face. Yeah. Um, okay. But guys have that face too and it could be, you never know what's happening that day. Okay, not as often as women. So how would you approach a woman like that? Or would you not? I would. Because totally. my girlfriend was one of those. You want to you know how I do that? How? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you something? <laughs> okay. Because um, that's what I used to do. Really? I would walk up to people. like if I, I threw the craziest parties, and I would go up to people. It was my job to make sure that everyone left that party with a good rapport to go back and say, dude, I went out, had this party. Oh, my God. I was hanging out with, with Laura, Vince, and Charles last night, and we had an amazing time. He even okay, asked me if it was okay. Okay, but that's because it was your party. But, but that, that's what I'm doing. But I still do it. I mean, like it, it is really hard. Listen. I, I can I've done a lot of incredible things in my life and it all has to do with the party environment entertainment. I went to see RuPaul last Monday. Yeah. It was incredible. You know what I mean? You have to like you know, it's entertainment. Enjoy it. <laughs> and Charles, in your opinion, yeah. what is it that really draws people to the club still? Is it the music, the dancing, the hookups or just an attraction that keeps ongoing? Well, it's an attraction that keeps on going, but for Toronto, the one thing that Toronto, a lot of people don't know this, but Toronto has the most vibrant internet, uh, entertainment night nightlife scene in all of North America for the one fact that we have a district that's strictly called the entertainment district, where you can walk from one event to another. When you go to places like Miami, there is no district. If you go to live, you have to take a cab, $30, to get to 11 or get to space or to go down, even down to South Beach, there's there's no entertainment district. We're the only ones, well, not the only ones now because Buckhead used to be like that and 
in Atlanta, in New Orleans, it's like that. But we have the biggest and the biggest nightclubs for the one reason that this is how Toronto got famous. So a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people come to Toronto strictly for the entertainment. Now, do you have any friends, because you've been in the industry so long, I mean, do you have any friends that have met in this, in working in the club industry, or they just met married, going out to bars? Met, married, divorced? introduced people to, like so many friends I've known got, got met their spouses in the nightclub industry. It's it, an amazing place to meet people. Okay, so it is still possible, everybody. Yeah. So get your butts out there. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the club industry because some people don't want to go to clubs. Restaurants, they too. I mean, this is certain bars. This is, this is bars, restaurants, everything. You know, like I'm sitting beside Vince right now. I'm sitting beside you. We're three different people. But like I could be, you know what I tell people nightclub and industry is? The village people. <laughs> okay. Do you remember it's the village right. people, yeah. the group? Yeah, okay. There was the plumber, you know, no, the, 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 the construction, construction worker, guy. the fireman, the policeman, Native American. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly, right? That's what the, this is what going out in Toronto is. And you will only find it in this city. Right. Only village people represent Toronto party. All right. Okay. And so for people that are over, let's say, 35, maybe 40, because, you know, when you're under 30, there's a lot of places to go. But when we get a little older, we, we struggle. We like we go, want to go out with the girls or the guys want to go out. And like, where do we go? Where do we go? That, that's that, a big thing. What, what was that one place you said was two cats? Two cats. It's like, a great place. I love Where is it again? This. On King, right? So King is King right on the... the... I just remember it always being this tiny little place. It, it was this tiny little shell. And then it expanded. So now it's two so, tiny little shells. And don't lie to us, Charles. You're gonna find people my age. I'm telling you, if you want to enjoy yourself, I love entertainment and I love no bullshit. But it's not just about enjoying yourself because some people want to go out with the intention of meeting someone. So where are some great places where people that are a little older can go out and meet somebody? I say two cats. Uh, recently, the lobby of Bisha Hotel is a really good place. Uh, two cats. I live by that. Um, you know, if you're if you're a little bit older, you got places like SDK Steakhouse, where you yes, know these I've are places there. where uh, um, w- um, one hotel. Then you have uh, the Four Seasons. D-bar. And all these places, you need to dress up to the nine. But see, but that's the culture we came from. Yes. You you don't have to dress up to the nine. You just can't. But then just don't go. go there. Okay, we need yeah. to go. Yeah. Right? Check out uh, my Instagram official Laura Bellotta that's the new one because the other yeah. one got hacked yeah. um, to check out Charles and Vince Vince where people can get a hold of you Inside Joke 640 on Instagram thank you so much Charles for joining us today tell us a little bit about where people can find you in terms of your management company because you're not really promoting these days no um, but that's your your main job so where can people find yeah, vertical so management I, I, a couple of years ago I started a management company where I started managing young and emerging artists I haven't found the next Drake yet, but hopefully I will soon. So that's the whole uh, idea of this company is to go out and find young talent that I can introduce, Canadian talent that I can introduce to the world. So It's called Vertical Management, it's everybody. It's called Vertical Management. And I've also created a program for men for building confidence and approaching women. It's called The Total Approach. Uh, you can find out about all my events, matchmaking, and information on this course on the website, singleinthecity.ca. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Ciao for now.